Welcome back to the Inspired by Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Joe Petty, and today we're catching up with Amanda Basham. Now, it's been a while since we've last had her on the podcast, and since that time, she's had some pretty amazing changes and, and some awesome news and announcements. So in this episode, we kind of dive into those and we we kind of talk through everything. And you know, you're also going to hear her talk about navigating 2020, right, For, from an athlete perspective, you know, how, how to make those adjustments and, and what she's been doing and kind of looking forward to 2021, you know, what's what's her plan? You know, what, what does she have kind of on the bill for, for the next season? So, you know, I really hope you guys sit back and enjoy this conversation with Amanda Basham. So, Amanda, I appreciate you sitting down having the conversation with me. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So, uh, you know, we're going to, I mean, we'll just dive right in and kind of take the conversation from the top. You know, you've, you've, you've got a lot of new things going on in your life. You know, you're getting a new house and, and moving into a new place, which is so awesome. Congrats on that. And then your announcement on becoming a new mother. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Um, we're really excited about all of it. Although my friends that have known me for a while know that um, I've moved quite a few times, so they're probably not surprised. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I think I've noticed you. I think, yeah, I think I've noticed you, you were, you know, you were in, because you bought that the new place is in Colorado, yeah. Yeah, so I had bought a, bought a place uh, a few months ago, and then it was right before COVID. Okay. And it, you know, I mean, as, like with everyone, COVID kind of just made the year really strange, and it kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it did some good things, like made people really realize what they want, and like for us, we just wanted to be on the mountains and. Um, not have to travel super far for trails and um, just kind of enjoy a little more where we are and not be so down in the suburbs. So yeah, so we decided to rent that and um, buy a new place. No, that's amazing. And honestly, I mean, it, it, you say that, you know, I mean, yeah, COVID definitely has derailed a lot of things, but as I think as time went on, uh, yeah, a couple things happened. I think people got more grateful for things, uh, for sure. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, t- being able to still continue to live your life, um, at, at least to some capacity, right. And finding things mm-hmm. that really make you happy. So I think you guys picking a spot out there, um, is perfect, especially for, I mean, what both of you guys do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's so nice. It's, it kind of feels like you're on vacation every day. Like we have, we live right by gross reservoir in Boulder and mm-hmm. you can see the reservoir right off of our deck and there's trails either out the door or you can go a couple miles down the road and there's some really nice single track and it's pretty awesome. No, that's amazing. So were you looking at that place, um, you know, kind of your, your location was that, was that the general idea? Like that was the end goal from the start was to get a spot in that location and it happened to show up or was it just like, you know what, let's just like, you know, throw a dart at the board as far as where we have some trail access and just make it happen that way. So we didn't, I mean, I, I've been living on and off in Colorado since 2012 Um, I've lived here like a few different times and I never knew that this gross reservoir that we live by exists. It's up at the top of Flagstaff mountain in Boulder. And every time I would go up that mountain, I'd stop at uh, a Walker ranch trailhead, which is two miles down the road. Mm. So you wouldn't get this far. So I never saw the reservoir. I didn't realize it was here. And then, um, Justin found it. So it was kind of a random find, but, um, it was perfect. The first place that we looked at and it was, it was just exactly what we wanted you're based in colorado now i know that you were in utah for a long time um Mm -hmm. you know last time we talked you were in utah so i mean 
you know, jump into the next thing. You and Justin made a huge announcement. Congratulations on that whole thing. I mean, how are things going in that regard as far as, you know, becoming new parents and things like that? I mean, is it, I'm, I'm sure you're, you guys are both thrilled, obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we're super excited. It, it it's been, it, honestly, it's been really hard for me to run. So right. compared to, you know, what I'm used to and I've heard, you know, everyone's a little bit different and I've had some friends that are able to train pretty well for a long time. And I kind of had a hard start even from the very beginning. So I have to kind of take it day by day and see how things go. And, um, I'm feeling pretty good now, but the start of it was, was pretty rough. So, um, you just shifting your mindset as an athlete, sure. I think is a little hard sometimes. So, um, I'm getting used to that and I can, I just kind of, I'm happy for what I'm able to do <laughs> each day. I just take right. it day by day. No, that's amazing. You got You have to be grateful, right? That keeps you going forward. I'm so excited to talk to you about this because I, I just think like I kind of was how I was mentioning earlier, you know, so many women are going to go through or have gone through, um, you know, this exact thing. Right. And as someone who is so competitive in the sport of running, I, I just kind of want to talk some some details on how you've had to adjust. Right. Like what what are some things that you've had to shift, you know? Well, I think the biggest thing is completely shifting your mindset. Like I've just had like an athlete training for performance mindset for so long mm -hmm. like I mean I played sports all growing up and then got real serious my senior year of high school which was 2000 uh when did I graduate 2008 um I think cross country was 2007 so it's a long time I've basically had that athlete mindset since then right and I think you have to just shift your mindset from the very beginning really that the whole purpose is now for health and to just maintain some fitness for purely for your health rather than performance. So some days that means you can walk for 30 minutes and some days like today I ran eight miles, um, on like a pretty, a pretty hard trail. So you just have to take it day by day and just remember what the end goal is. Like right now the end goal is not to go race UTMB. Right. Absolutely. So it makes it a lot less stressful once you shift your mindset like that. But it, you know, I was trying to keep it up from the beginning and just had that same mindset without really thinking about it. And so ever since I've shifted that a little, then it's been a lot easier and I'm just grateful for what I can do each day. And, um, you know, some days that's nothing. Some days it's like stretching and foam rolling and that's all right. You're absolutely correct. It's like it has to be for the right reasons. Yeah, going at it now from a health perspective um, and then even just maintaining, right? Uh, but I think what's it's important is I think maybe some people might struggle with that. Now, I, I have no perspective on the situation, but I think making that mental shift is probably the most important first step that can happen. Yeah, and it, I mean, I struggled with it at first. I'm sure other people will and maybe probably feel like they should shouldn't struggle with it, but it's really natural. Like if you're a full-time professional athlete, like, of course you're going to struggle with changing that because your whole right. day to day changes for a long time. So it, it's okay to like, feel, feel like it's a little hard to change your mindset about it, but it's definitely like what you have to do. No, absolutely. So, so imagining down the road, um, I mean, is she going to be into running? Let's let, let's just let's just toss it out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've 
told people that if she gets Justin's speed and my endurance, then she's pretty much going to be the best runner in the world. <laughs> no, I love <laughs> But it. we'll see. We can't push it, I guess. No, absolutely right. It, it seems, you know, it, it's so crazy when you look at like certain athletes and, you know, if you look at like the NBA, for instance, right. And you look at LeBron James mm-hmm. kids and you're looking at them like, man, you guys are all good. All of, all of his kids that were playing ball are going to, I mean, they're absolutely amazing. And they're like 13 years old, you know? Oh, so I know. Yeah. it's, it's always so interesting to like, you know, kind of try to predict the future and, and throw some perspective at it. Yeah. And I'm sure like, oh, I mean, neither of us have had kids, so I'm just assuming that your kids are probably going to do what you do. And we both plan on running, you know, as long as we possibly can. And I mean, I'm already like planning races for next summer. Love it. (laughs) So, so I know, you know, that's the lifestyle that she's going to live. So I'm sure she'll be interested in it, but if not, you know, that's okay. Absolutely. And so kind of looking at 2020 as a whole, right? I mean, you, you've had some big changes, some amazing, amazing changes. What was kind of the scope from, a, you know, stepping back and looking at just the year and just running in general? Um, as far as like the year goes, right? All these races were set to happen. We've been seeing them cancel. Were you, were you kind of mentally prepared for certain races you had planned to cancel? Or did you have hopes that you would see some of them go through? Or, or kind of where were you at with all that? So at first it was it was kind of hard. I mean, until I got pregnant, it was, it was kind of hard. I mean, again, as an athlete, like that's what you spend your time doing. It's like losing your job kind of. Um, so in the beginning of the year, I mean, everyone had a completely different plan for how 2020 was going to be. And I had, I went to Bandera hundred K in January and then I trained super hard for the Sonoma 50 that was going to be in April. Yeah. And I mean, I spent so much time training and I was so ready and so fit for it. And when it got, so actually Justin and I went and did a training trip, um, on the course. And then right when we got back was when all the stuff came out about COVID, like things shutting Mm -hmm. down. And, um, it was basically like the world changed over the night and the race obviously got canceled and which it needed to, like, they had no choice. Like it obviously had to be canceled. Right. But it was just like such a, it was just so weird. Like we were just there training for it and so ready and spent every day thinking about this race. And we were like three or four weeks out at that point. And, you know, I mean, naturally like the motivation kind of was just like, well, man, like why am I like, I just spent all this time doing this and all this effort. And then where is it going to go? And of course, no one knew at that point how long this was going to go on. I mean, right. we still don't know really how long this is going to go on. Um, and as the time went on and it kind of got worse for a while for everyone, it, it became pretty, you know, it was hard. I think I just gotten kind of, I got in a pretty bad slump about it. Like just not motivated. Um, I was still running a lot, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, again, just shifting that mindset. And so, you know, before I got pregnant, then it, I got kind of in that slump, but then had to just shift my mindset in thinking like, this isn't the only reason I run and races won't be gone forever. So using 2020 as really long, good buildup for 2021, hopefully, um, and focusing on races for the following year. 
so that was kind of the plan, but then, you know, I got pregnant and then all plans changed. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I'm sure everything was like, yeah. Oh, here we go. New plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was fine. You know, I think, I actually think that for a lot of people, 20, you know, at least a lot, a lot of runners, it will mm. actually be good. Like they're forced to take a break from racing and ultra running, which is really funny. Like ultra running goes around, goes on like all year round. And so a lot of times people don't take breaks. And so, you know, you get that over overtraining or just burnt out, uh, mentally or whatever. And I think in a way it'll be, it'll end up being good for a lot of people. I can, you know what? I completely agree with you. I think that, um, and, and you know, what's kind of cool is I've talked to, I mean, I've done a lot of, uh, We've done a lot of blog posts and series kind of when it was in the thick, thick of it, right? Like we're obviously still in the mm-hmm. midst of it right now, but when it was so really, really new and we didn't know much and it was kind of this like, you know, runners in quarantine type of post. And it was just talking about, you know, from different runners perspectives, like, all right, everything has now changed. What am I actually doing now? And it was so cool how, how quickly so many people were able to, to go, you know, it was almost like these stages of like, you know, sadness, but obviously understanding and and then adjusting and doing all these crazy, you know, just different types of things, right? FKTs and Mm -hmm. just all sorts of different, just stuff to keep their, you know, stuff to throw their fitness at. Right. And I just thought it was so cool to hear about everything that everybody was doing because it was, you're right. You know, it's like this break from racing and it kind of almost makes you remember why you love doing it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people are now exploring their own trails a lot more in their own mm-hmm. mountains. And it's like Colorado has such great stuff that you can only do in the summer. Right. But racing is going on so often that you have to, if you're trying to do really well, you know, you're tapering and you're traveling. And so you're gone for a lot of that time and you can't get up in the big mountains. And then pretty soon it's fall and it snows. And then, you know, that part of the season is over. So it's cool that now people are exploring stuff that they wouldn't normally. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, for instance, when I I spoke with Kyle Pietari recently, right. And it was just before he was, uh, you know, it it was before we heard about, you know, run rabbit run. And he is like, you know, he's like, I'm either going to do that or if that, you know, doesn't, you know, if it has to cancel, I'm going to go ahead and try to tackle the FKT on the Pikes Peak downhill. And so, you know, he was able to go do that. And I just thought it was such a different, you know, such a cool thing because so many people were talking about, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm obligated for these races. These are races that I'm doing every year. And then they had free time to actually, yeah, go explore new things that they wanted to do and, and might not have had time to for, you know, quite some time. Yeah, for sure. And I think it might kind of light, like relight that fire in a lot of people, you know, and the next time for that sure. we do have a race and some races are happening, but the next time that we do have, say, like, Western States or UTMB mm-hmm. or whatever, it'll be so exciting to be there. Like everyone will be so grateful for it happening. And so it's ex- like so excited to just be traveling and being together and racing again and just feeling more normal. That Absolutely. It'll probably make it even better. I can, you know what? I, I think that that's a hundred percent accurate. I mean, me and Kevin were talking about, you know, obviously we completely understand. We're like, you know, this is what had to happen, but we were so, you know, last year we were out at Western States um, you know, and, and we got to go there and, 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 you know, do these great things. And it was just like, during the days of Western States, we were like, man, we would be, that's where we'd be right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so UTMB would have happened, um, you know, another big one yeah. last week, I think it would have just yep. got over, um, mm-hmm. would have just got over yesterday. 
or Sunday actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously understandable why that didn't happen. Um, for, for sure. There's so many, so many people involved and we can't travel there and, and all that. But, um, I think everyone was like reminiscing of their old UTMB days. Yep. Absolutely. So, so now I, I have a prediction and, and tell me what you think about this. I think that, uh, you know, with, with this year going as it has, when we do get, you know, back to whatever normal may become right when there's races scheduled and, and, and they're going to actually go forward, I feel like the field's going to be pretty competitive. I feel like because everyone's, you know, so ready and excited to go. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty, uh, spectacular in terms of competition. Oh, for sure. And so run rabbit, when it was saying that when they said that they were going to happen, yeah. um, it was stacked. Oh, it was yeah. so stacked. And it would have been like, I was excited. I didn't, well, obviously wouldn't even have gotten to race. I was just excited to go watch. Yeah. And to me, I love the competition. Like I'm going to work hard and try, try to like do my best and, you know, potentially try to win, but I would rather have it be super competitive because then it just feels like a bigger accomplishment. And like, and when you have a really competitive field, people, everyone runs better because everyone's like pushing themselves more and you just do things that maybe you thought you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that's really exciting. Like the next race that, I mean, probably I would assume that by the time I can race races will be going on. And when I go, I'm sure it'll be super competitive all year next year. Absolutely. And to me, that's really exciting because yeah, everyone that's like the best, the best will be there and it'll just be fun as it is always super fun, but it's, it goes back to that whole being grateful thing. You know, people, people mm-hmm. now appreciating every little thing about it so much more. Um, so, so while I agree, it will be super competitive. I think just, it's going to be so enjoyable and just to see people and be together again in that situation. And those scenarios are going to be awesome. You know, what is your, and you might not have one, what is your game plan for 2021? Right. I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be welcoming the baby and then, mm-hmm. I mean, have you thought past that point or what's kind of the, what's on the agenda? Oh, I've definitely thought past that point. <laughs> <laughs> love, love it. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just like, so, so excited about all of it. Like Amazing. to have a baby and to mm-hmm. bring her to races and to train again and, and have races happening, just all of it. And so I'm due pretty early in the year, like mid January. Okay. So luckily you know luckily i have a lot of the year that potentially i can get back to racing and you never know it might be sometimes it's a lot easier for people and harder for others so you never know and kind of have to play it by year but thinking that you know covid's a little tamed down and things are a little more back to normal races are happening and Mm -hmm. everything went well you know well and easy with us um I initially was thinking I was going to do this stage race in Slovenia. I think that's, I think it's a little over the top. It's probably too much. So I'm thinking potentially broken arrow right before Western. Okay. Um, because the, the distance is shorter. Yep. I think it, you know, saying everything went pretty well. I think I could train well enough for that distance. Um, even if the 50 K felt like too long, I could do the, um, 25 K. I think they have a 25 K. Yeah. So, and then like Justin's hoping to get into Western if, if everything goes, you know, as normally planned. Mm -hmm. So then we could go to that. 
And then I'm, I really want to go back to UTMB and I'm already signed up for OCC. Um, so at minimum do OCC next year and maybe spend like the month in Europe training. Um, we already talked about potentially flying my mom over there to there help us. So, um, <laughs> making those adjustments, right? Doable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't really just both go out for, you know, an eight hour day in the mountains at that point. Right. I love that you're already thinking about those things. You know, it's like, it's like you can't take the competitor out of somebody. Like it's just, it's always there no matter what. So you know, I just think it's so awesome that you have, you know, schedule and plans and races, you know, thought about that ahead of time. And I should have assumed that you did. Right. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's so good that you're doing all that. So now the next kind of thing I want to, I want to focus on and, and this, and this what's cool about this is I think this can develop as time goes on. Um, you know, it was kind of your stages in progress of, of going through pregnancy, right? And still maintaining and still doing what you can do. And then kind of, you know, post having the baby, how you train to kind of get back into it, you know, I mean, cause right now it's, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, especially you, you kind of what you do at coaching and just things like that. It's probably hard mm-hmm. to plan for, uh, you know, okay, how am I going to train next week? Cause you have to take it day by day, right? Yeah, I don't even, so I usually coach myself and I'll write, and I still do, yeah. but I will write my own plans just so that it's up sure. because even as a coach, like to just have it there is already much easier. I don't do that anymore. Like I, I tried to, in the beginning kind of have yeah. a plan and it was just, it made it more frustrating because I mean, every day I had to change whether it was for, it was like less or I could actually do more every day had to be different than what I had planned. So, cause I was probably I was probably only somewhat normal for like five to six weeks. And then after that was quick. Yeah. And then after that, every day had to be day by day. Um, so I don't have any plans. Um, I think of them each day as I wake up and see how I feel. I've had really, really bad insomnia. So a lot of times I don't sleep and I, I mean, the whole day is just a little rough, like even just to get through, through the day. (laughs) So those days, you know, sometimes I walk or whatever. Um, but then some days like I didn't really sleep last night, but I feel fine. So I went on, um, one of our local trails. That's really awesome. It's an eight mile loop and, and was fine. I'm still fine. Haven't even napped today. So it's really interesting and strange and, um, hard but exciting um thing the whole time no and that's so great you know it's i I can't begin to understand you know uh you know the adjustments that you have to go through but it seems like you're navigating you know navigating the whole thing so well so good on you for being able to do that and and i kind of want to as we kind of get to i mean these half hours go quick (laughs) um yeah i really want to hammer in some some additional tips if you have them right for, for women who might, you know, going through the same exact thing, right. Or, or might in the future, just if they come to this and, and just trying to, to navigate the whole situation, what, what kind of things would you have to say? Yeah. So definitely like if you are used to being an athlete of any sort, and that doesn't mean professional, just of any level you play sport or run or bike Mm -hmm. or whatever, um, you have to change your mindset about it. So and go day by day and see how you feel. And everyone's a little different. And some people are going to 
feel fine for a long time. And some people are going to feel terrible the entire time. Right. So, I mean, your body knows what it needs and will tell you. So if you just listen to yourself and are able to be flexible with what you do for that day, as far as working out, then it makes it a lot less stressful. Um, another thing is do not, (laughs) what I would suggest is do not Google for advice because it's awful (laughs) and it's all over the place and will stress you out. Uh, so I've stopped (laughs) doing that. (laughs) It's hard not to, you know, there's so much information out there that, um, tells you what, basically what not to do. And at the point of like at the end of reading the what not to do's, you basically feel like there's absolutely nothing you can do. Like you're just supposed to sit in a corner and do nothing this right. entire time because everything you do is going to go wrong is how a lot of that stuff makes you feel. But I've realized that, you know, I'll talk to people who maybe live a similar lifestyle um, because that has a lot to do with it um, as far as run like other runners who have been pregnant or, or are currently pregnant. Um, and that's helpful. It's a little easier to compare and, um, I'll ask people for, for advice, but also realizing that everyone's a little bit different and really the best thing is just to go with how you feel every day. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think if you can do that, it makes the whole thing a lot less stressful. Um, Yeah. The tips are perfect. And that's kind of what I figured would have to kind of be the case, right? Because everyone is different. And you're saying, you know, don't don't Google for this and that. It's it's like Googling yeah. your symptoms when you're sick, right? It's oh, never yeah. a good idea. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good idea. It's exactly like Googling your symptoms on WebMD or any of those <laughs> online things. It, you're basically going to feel like you're dying. So it's never good. <laughs> I think, I think, honestly, that the stress that that kind of stuff um, gives you is probably uh-huh. worse than anything you can actually do. I mean, next to you know, changing the mind state. Number two, do not Google, do not Google <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what to do. Uh, yeah. No, that's perfect. And so kind of to conclude this whole thing, um, you know, just again, the plug for the social medias, right? How can people touch base with you if they have questions, you know, just to check up, just to see how you're doing. What's the best way to reach you? Um, I definitely say Instagram is the best, so it's pretty easy. It's Amanda underscore Basham. Um, that's what I check the most. I mean, I also have Facebook. It's under my name. Um, I think it says, I think it's my middle name too. Amanda Nicole Basham. Um, I have Twitter. I'm never on it. So if someone messages me on Twitter, I'm most likely not going to see it. Um, yeah, I mean, they can also, so I, they can go to my website and email me too, if that's easier. Um, my email is also on my Instagram, so it links to that. So there's a lot of ways to get a hold of me. Perfect. And so Amanda, I mean, to you and Justin both, you know, especially just from us here at Ultraspire, you know, congratulations on all of this. This is all so awesome. And, and we're so happy for you guys. You know, you're, you, you know, you guys are just doing everything right. And, and it's just such a great thing, you know, just, I, I, I feel like I was seeing so much outpour people so excited for you guys. And it's just so awesome. Oh yeah. People are so sweet. It's, it's really a nice thing to see, especially during a year that's been kind of hard for everyone. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, this is a little, um, 
little tangent, but Bryce made me a little backpack. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yes, it. indeed. Oh, it's so cute. It'll take us. It'll take a few years for her to be able to use it, but it's right. just so cute. No, yeah. When 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 the whole thing, uh, when we were kind of chatting about it, as soon as as soon as um, it was, you know, we were just talking about. Like, we were like, what can we do something as like a gift? What could what could we be cool? And then we're just like Bryce. Bryce, <laughs> and, you know, because he's always up there, just like you know, working on something. He's doing something, you know. Yeah. I think he, I think he went right to work, and he brought it down and showed us, and we're like, wow, that's actually super adorable, like unreal. Um, yeah, I think when people see it, he's gonna be, like, they're gonna be in demand for more, because my sister also already wants one for her niece or for my niece. 